The blood of Jesus, God's Son, purifies us from all sin. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the end of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was the fifth Sunday in the Lenten season. We're looking at Ezekiel chapter 37, verses 11 to 14, where, well, the Lord is speaking to, to Ezekiel, and it says here, Then the Lord said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says. O my people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you and you will live, and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken, and I have done it, declares the Lord. My dear friends in Christ, as I said, the Lord said to Ezekiel here, the hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones, bones that were very dry. Oh, that had to be such an eerie sight for Ezekiel to see. Death was all around him, but the Lord said to Ezekiel, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And then what happened? The Lord caused breath to enter them. He covered the bones with tendons and flesh and skin. Those dry bones came to life and it says that they became a vast army as well. The, the Lord said to Ezekiel, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. When the Lord allowed the Babylonian armies to come on in and, well, destroy Jerusalem and the temple and carry off so many of the Jews into the Babylonian captivity, when he allowed that to happen, it had to seem to those Israelites, to those Jews, that, that everything was lost being in the promised land for a believing child of God, their temple worship, their sacrifices, their being in the temple or being around the temple, all of those things were what really life was all around, about for the person who was a believing child of God. However, the tragic thing was is that, yeah, there were some who were believers, but so many of the people in the southern kingdom of Judah were unbelievers, were people who worshiped idols, who didn't worship the Lord. They worshiped their idols and so that's why God allowed the Babylonians to come on in and to defeat them. And with that defeat, with their being carried off into Babylon, as I said, it had to seem to them as if all was lost. Well, they said, our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Maybe it's significant for us to note here that yes, they were saying our hope is gone, 
But what had already happened? What had already happened is that the Lord had said to Ezekiel, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And then the Lord had breath enter into them. He covered the bones, as I said, with tendons and flesh and skin. The dry bones, which had no possibility of coming back to life, well, they did come to life. They became a vast army. But still they were saying, our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. And well, think of their circumstances. They were in the Babylonian captivity. They weren't in the promised land. And those believers who were in Babylon, they longed to be in the promised land so that they would be able to go to God's temple once again. It's significant for us to note as we think about the Babylonian captivity. It lasted for 70 years. And in Psalm 90, Moses was inspired to write, the length of our days is 70 years or 80 if we have the strength, yet their span is but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. Their captivity in Babylon really signifies symbolizes our earthly life. 70 years, oh, go back a few years, and 70 years or 80 years used to seem like such a long life when I was younger, but now to this 64-year-old pastor, it doesn't seem like 70 or 80 is really all that, all that old. There are so many people who live to be 80 or or 90 years old and well as I'm preparing this devotion right now it's basically about three weeks and and my dad will be celebrating his 92nd birthday that's amazing when you think about it but now as Moses said though their span is but trouble and sorrow life is filled with sickness sorrow pain trials, troubles, temptations. Because of that, we're, we're tempted to join the house of Israel in saying, our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. But you, you know what has happened here, of course. The Lord has prophesied to our bones, our formerly dry bones, thinking of when we were spiritually dead before we were called to faith. He said to you and to me, hear the word of the Lord, and he's put breath into our bones, and he's covered them with tendons and, and ligaments and flesh and skin. He has made us spiritually alive. That means that we, by the grace of God, we know that Jesus is our Savior, that he paid for all of our sins, and that he's won heaven for us. Heaven is our home. That's really what it means to have the, the breath and the tendons and the skin and the, the flesh on our formerly dry bones. Well, then the Lord told Ezekiel to say to those now living bones, he said, 
O my people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. Well, opening up their graves and bringing them up from them. Isn't that ultimately what the Lord is going to end up doing on the last day? The Lord will raise all from the dead and we believers, it says here, will be settled in our own land in heaven and everything will be wonderfully perfect forever. Then the Lord says, you will know that I am the Lord. And what a statement that is. By the grace of God, we know that, we know the Lord. We know he is our savior. We know he is our way to eternal life. But then when he raises us up from our graves, when he takes us to our own land, when he takes us to heaven, then we're really going to know the Lord. We're really going to know the Lord. Now we struggle as we live in this sin-filled world. But we have the Lord always helping us in our struggles. But then, then everything is going to be great and wonderful and perfect. And, you know, that's why we sing. I'm but a stranger here, heaven is my home. Earth is a desert drear, heaven is my home. Danger and sorrow stand round me on every hand. Heaven is my fatherland, heaven is my home. Therefore I murmur not, heaven is my home. Whate'er my earthly lot, heaven is my home. And I shall surely stand there at my Lord's right hand. Heaven is my fatherland, Father, thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to make us who were spiritually dead to be alive in Christ. Give us a love for your word so the Holy Spirit can keep on working through it to build us up and strengthen us in our faith in our Savior Jesus so that we know how blessed we are to know now that we are really living in Christ and can look forward to living in Christ forever in heaven. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.